0: And another great day in this greatest nation on God's green earth. A great day despite the fact that uh, we are getting ready to observe the third anniversary of what was not a great moment in American history. It was uh, very difficult to look at what happened on January 6th of 2021 and to see anything except... uh, Bitterness and sadness and fright and uh, horror and the idea of our government falling apart. And uh, again, I know that there is a great deal of distrust and fear about our government, but the absence of government or the absence of predictability or the absence of a, an orderly transition of power that's even more scary. And talk about scary, there is a new poll that is getting a great deal of attention with the headline as it appeared in the Washington Post, it's a University of Maryland Washington Post National Opinion Research Center poll. So some of the most prestigious survey conductors in uh, the world, the headline is A Quarter of Americans Believe the FBI Instigated a January 6th attack poll finds. A quarter of Americans believe that uh, the FBI instigated the January 6th riots. More than 3 in 10 Republicans have adopted the falsehood. What's astonishing to me is that there are uh, close to 20% of Democrats who believe this. Can you imagine? Uh, President uh, Biden is in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. He's getting ready to make a big speech tomorrow. And uh, what, what this is, is basically President Biden, who won the election in 2020. I hate to break the news to you. I know, spoiler alert. Who won the election of 2020? That should not be an issue in the election of 2024. Joe Biden won the election. And yes, it's true that they switch of 45,000 votes in the right three states could have turned the election the other way, but it was still one of those things where the popular vote was 7 million vote advantage for Joe Biden. And he won partially because he based his announcement of candidacy last time on uh, footage of uh, the Charlottesville horrors and people marching around uh, with uh, uh, torches, tiki torches, and rioting over the removal of a uh, Robert E. Lee statue, which, by the way, is gone from Charlotte, Charlottesville. and Not only is it gone, it was melted, uh, melted down, completely destroyed. So uh, he began his campaign talking about the soul of America that way. And now he is going to renew his campaign uh, based on January 6th. Uh, And what he is betting on, and I think it's probably a good bet, is that most Americans do not share the conspiracy theories that have become very popular among some people in the MAGA movement. The, uh, uh, the story about the new poll for the Washington Post we will get to in a moment. Uh, we will also get to President Biden's first ad, which also deals with this defense of democracy. We'll be talking uh, with Rui Teixeira, who is somebody who used to be a democratic strategist and theorist. He has now moved over to a more independent position. And he asks a question, how did we get stuck with biden and trump again when both of them have such high disapproval ratings and we'll be talking with amanda carpenter who uh, was a uh, a former uh, aide and spokesperson for ted cruz and his campaign for the presidency Uh, she is involved with a group called protect democracy talking about the real meaning and what we really need to take away from the January 6 3rd anniversary from a, a mainstream conservative point of view and then uh, we will be talking to Tom Nichols from the Atlantic about Claudine Gay's resignation what more we can learn from it he says that resignation was overdue and the question of Ukraine funding and its future in the House of Representatives Uh, all coming up on a busy Medved show. And uh, that, by the way, will also include reviews of two big new movies, one starring Jessica Chastain and Oscar winner and uh, in a very unconventional love story. And then uh, also a film focused on the family with the five children of the Commandant at Auschwitz. It's a film that uh, is definitely getting some Oscar attention, and uh, it is called uh, The Zone of Interest. Uh, Okay, Uh, just about uh, an hour ago this morning, uh, Merrick Garland uh, spoke in Washington, D.C. as he gathered leaders from the Justice Department's law enforcement components including the FBI, the ATF, the DEA, the Enforcement Administration, and the U.S. Marshals Service. And uh, uh, he talked about combating violent crime and prosecuting and deterring those who would criminally threaten public servants. Uh, This is clip one. We have secured convictions of those who brutally assaulted officers at the Capitol. We have secured convictions against those who obstructed the certification of the presidential election. We have secured convictions of leaders of both the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers for seditious conspiracy. So far, we have charged over 1,250 individuals and obtained over 890 convictions in connection with the January 6th attack. Our work continues. As I said before, The Justice Department will hold all January 6th perpetrators at any level accountable under the law, whether they were present that day or were otherwise criminally responsible for the assault on our democracy. Okay, uh, this is an appropriate message for the anniversary of January 6th. It raises when he talks about the 1,250 people who have been prosecuted if this was actually an FBI operation how could it possibly be that none of those people, none of those people facing prosecution said hey wait 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 a minute I was dragged into this thing by the FBI Uh, yes I was there and I was breaking windows but uh, I did it all because of the FBI if there was any reason to believe that our law enforcement uh, officials were actually responsible for the violence rather than fighting to deter it, then uh, obviously the people who are being prosecuted and 700 pleaded guilty. Now, obviously this kind of conviction can ruin your whole life. Certainly for years of your life, why wouldn't you point a finger at the FBI if that was, in fact, the source of the violence. The, uh, uh, amazingly, among Republicans, 34% say the FBI organized and encouraged the insurrection, compared with 30% of independents, and it's 13% of Democrats who agree with that point of view. Uh, if you agree with that point of view, by the way, you can call us and tell us why. Tell the world why. 1-800-955-1776 is our phone number. Uh, We'll be uh, getting uh, back to the issue of the commemoration of this third anniversary. We'll also be talking to uh, the deep loyalty... Of evangelical voters to one of the candidates for president this time. You know which one? Donald Trump. Why exactly? We'll be talking to Myra Adams from The Hill about that and much more coming up on a busy day on the Medved Show. 1 800 955
1: 1776, The Michael Medved Show.
0: Michael Medved show talking about the third anniversary of and it's unbelievable it doesn't (laughs) it doesn't seem that long it seems more fresh in the memory than that at least to me and uh, but three years since the uh, riots in the Capitol building that led to the injuries to 140 law enforcement personnel, most of them Capitol policemen or D.C. uh, District of Columbia police officers. Uh, And what's extraordinary is the number of prosecutions that have already come forward. It's actually the exact number According to uh, both the Attorney General of the United States who just spoke about it, uh, we played some of what he had to say, uh, 1,250 prosecutions. And again, how many people have been prosecuted but found innocent of those 1,250? <laughs> Jeremy, do you know? Because I, I just found out. Uh, two. Two. There are there are two indiv- there are two individuals who were prosecuted, stood trial, but were found innocent. Uh, most of the people who have been prosecuted so far have uh, pleaded guilty, and uh, they've clearly made plea bargains of some kind. But <laughs> meanwhile, one of the ways that people have tried to defend themselves against the charges of being violently involved in assaulting and sometimes injuring very seriously police officers during the um, the attack, one of the uh, <laughs> the tools that some defense attorneys have used on behalf of their clients is what they call the idiot defense. And uh, believe it or not, there is some consideration as to whether (laughs) President Trump uh, can use the idiot defense for his trial coming up, uh, which is scheduled and where he faces prosecution by Jack Smith, Special Prosecutor. Can President Trump use the idiot defense? Uh, What does the of defense mean? Uh, NBC reports a college student said participating in the Capitol riot on January 6th was the stupidest decision of my life. He probably got that right. A federal public defender said his client, also a rioter, wanted to learn how to critically think to avoid being misled again. In fact, many lawyers have struck a similar theme when seeking leniency for January 6th rioters. They have argued that their clients wanted former President Donald Trump's respect and thought that they were following presidential orders. Other lawyers have said that their clients have PTSD, bipolar disorder, anxiety, or learning difficulties. Some defendants have even called themselves idiots. And uh, I, I don't know if they get a jury vote on that. Let's see, do we have a unanimous vote (laughs) <laughs> that this defendant was in fact an an idiot to participate. And, and what what this raises it seems to me, is the biggest question uh, about about uh, the the events of January 6 is what did the people involved think was going to happen and and this also, goes to this claim that the FBI was involved somehow what was the FBI trying to achieve in other words if you believe the FBI was behind this why and this is two weeks before Trump leaves the presidency and there was no reason to believe that uh, that they had to do this riot to get rid of him as president he was he was leaving the presidency anyway Uh, What he had hoped is that he would overturn the election. And how would Trump, what did Trump think? In other words, when he decided to speak to this big rally at the Ellipse, right outside the White House, and he was speaking to people and urging them to, uh, yes, he used the term once, uh, patriotically and peacefully to march up to the Capitol building. What were they going to do once they got to the Capitol building? What did Trump think they were going to do? And if he did not expect that there would be some violence, then why did it take him so long to respond to the violence? Uh, um, 1-800-955-1776. More on this new survey, which is getting a great deal of attention. The... um, Despite a detailed congressional investigation and more than 725 completed federal prosecutions of January 6th participants that did not yield any evidence of FBI involvement, a substantial minority of Americans still embraces conspiracy theories not unlike the ones that drove many rioters to storm the Capitol three years ago. And uh, they quote someone named Richard Baum, who is an independent voter from Odessa, Texas. And he says, the people that went there to express their views to support Trump were peaceful. They were all peaceful. The government implants were the violent ones. The FBI, the police people that were put in there, the Antifa and BLM hired by George Soros, everybody knows that. Uh, Well, no, thank goodness there are with 34% who say that the FBI organized and encouraged the insurrection uh, that still means that you have 66%, two-thirds, that's among Republicans who think, come on, stop wasting your time with stupidity there will be no idiot defense here the uh, new poll by the University of Maryland and the Washington Post finds that 39% of Americans who say that Fox News is their primary news source believe the FBI organized and encouraged the January 6th attack uh, there are <laughs> this is unbelievable um, 16% of people who watch either NBC, MSNBC or CNN and uh, 13% of those who get most of their news from ABC they also believe that Uh, This is all uh, amazing. And uh, the FBI has categorically rejected allegations of any involvement in sparking the Capitol riot. And the director of the FBI, who was appointed, of course, by Donald Trump after he fired James Comey. And he was supported partially because he's a lifetime Republican and a hardliner on dealing with criminals. And Christopher Wray, the director of the FBI, who was appointed by President Trump, says, this notion that somehow the violence at the Capitol on January 6th was part of some operation orchestrated by FBI sources and agents is ludicrous. Uh, Wray said uh, that during a House hearing on the subject in July. It is a disservice to our brave, hardworking, dedicated men and women. People still believe it. We'll talk about why and to the real dangers to democracy uh, with Amanda Carpenter coming up. She's with Protect Democracy Project, former aide to Ted Cruz. I'm very pleased to welcome to the show Amanda Carpenter, who is a writer and an editor at Protect Democracy. If the name sounds familiar at all, it may be because during uh, Ted Cruz's campaign for the presidency, and before that, she was communications director for Senator Cruz, and she had also served on Capitol Hill as a speechwriter for Senator Jim DeMint, two stalwart conservatives. Uh, She is now a writer and editor at Protect Democracy, which advocates uh, and provides experts to promote uh, the survival of democracy which is under attack. Amanda, thank you for joining us. And just to start out, when it comes to, on this anniversary of January 6th, there's a big Washington Post poll that I've been talking about with listeners. And that poll shows 34% of uh, Republicans uh, now believe that the January 6th riots, the insurrection, were that was all organized by the FBI. It was a government operation. Why is that dangerous? Why should conservatives in particular, recognize that it's dangerous?
2: Well, thank you for having me. It's really great to connect. Um, but whew, where to start with that one? 80, number one, it's dangerous because it is a lie that may incite people to violence again. Right? So in the 2015 election, Trump told the big lie that the election was rigged. It was stolen from him. And on that predicate, people stormed the Capitol.
0: The now,
2: 2020 election. What? Oh yeah, excuse me, yeah, <laughs> my dates mixed up here. It's been a kind of a long day. But going into this election, he has now set up this narrative, which is the Big Lie 2.0, where he has told his supporters ever since the Mar-a-Lago raid that the government is out to get him it's out to get his supporters and this lie about the fbi you know somehow being behind this is a part of that and it's the same kind of dangerous lie that will inspire people to take up arms again if it is not aggressively refuted at every turn and fought in court um where these sort of scores really should be settled and i just caught a couple snippets that you played of biden's speech just now and so i was really gratified to see that biden Number one has the right sort of energy to take this on and get 2024 started. But number two, talking about how that had been disproven, people like Fox News and others, and Rudy Giuliani, has been taken to court for the defamation, for the lies, for the lies, because I'm not sure we're going to have so much of a traditional campaign this year as we are going to have a long series of courtroom dramas um, that will get at a lot of big constitutional questions that we not as Republicans or Democrats, but just as Americans, need to get our heads around.
0: When, when you try to approach with your work at Protect Democracy, uh, people who just deeply believe, they have a very, very strong sense that uh, the election was stolen in 2020, that the election was rigged, and that all of these courts that have found that the election results were valid uh, are wrong, that all of that is rigged. What is the um, most powerful argument that you can advance? That, uh, okay, actually the election was legitimate and it's important that we have a peaceful transfer of power this time, if that's what the voters call for. Uh, or, in any event, an electoral result that Americans can actually accept?
2: Well, that's an interesting question, because usually when I try to approach, you know, a lot of people, you know, people I used to work with, for example, you mentioned my work for Senator DeMitt and uh, Senator Cruz. I mean, even family members. It's not, let's just say, maybe you think something went wrong with the election, and it didn't. But do you support the idea that resorting to violence is the answer? Donald Trump, and I always remind people he had his day in court. He had many, many, many days in court. Uh, he had the whole Republican Party a lot run more. To look for this. Fraud. Yeah, sixty-two cases that he lost, and you know we're going to have more as he continues to try to litigate uh, other things for the rest of the year. But how can you stand by? a candidate, I don't care if they're dog catcher in your local county, how can you stand by a candidate who says it's okay for people to go shut down official proceedings in the name of trying to cancel votes? I mean, that is what happened on January 6th. People stormed the Capitol encouraged by the President to cancel votes, to shut down the process. That is a fundamentally anti- american idea you can't have democracy or republic and have that happening at the same time and so you know when and i think a lot of republicans you know the ones that i talk to ones i'm very familiar with they just want to pretend like that was just a bad day that got out of hand that is not true because donald trump is going around the country describing the people who have rightly uh, been arrested for their actions on that day, breaking into the Capitol, assaulting Capitol police officers. He calls them political prisoners, prisoners and hostages. He is uh, dangled pardons for them if he, if he becomes president again. And so that is where I see people who even want to stand by Trump and like to see him be president again, they get uncomfortable because they know that is morally wrong. They know they don't want that kind of violence coming to their cities and towns To their political processes. And so that's why I really try to drive it home. It's like, okay, you may not live in Washington. You might live far away. Um, You know, most people don't live in Washington, but do you want that kind of stuff coming to your doorstep? And the answer is universally no. Uh,
0: Finally, Amanda, the the Financial Times has a recent headline that says uh, asks the question, can democracy survive 2024? and your answer
2: absolutely yes yeah i do think so well this was a hard question in 2020 uh right for the last election it was very close uh but enough of people I, i think made the right determination that donald trump is going in the wrong direction and now there's even more evidence on that side of the ledger Um, I've been never Trump since day one, 2016. I was a hardcore, you know, cruise supporter. Um, and I just kind of stayed where I was, uh, even though a lot of people changed around me, but, you know, through those many years, there was only a few of us, you know, never Trump style Republicans in 2016. And it's grown. There were only a few Republicans for Biden, let's say. If you want to call in that in 2020 now you can essentially create a whole league of republicans who worked for trump for biden there is the people who work most closely with trump we're talking about his defense secretary his chief of staff we can go down the list of people who have spoken out who served directly under him who are his most attorney important. general a bill barr and they may not come out and endorse biden i mean i'm not actually suggesting that i'm telling you their words about Trump's qualifications and fitness for office speak for themselves. Um, When they resign in protest over these lies, um, you have to take that into account. And so I think, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell people to say, Hey, Joe Biden is, is the greatest president ever. Everyone has to absolutely support him. But if there's a choice between someone who, you know, is basically upholds the tenets of our democracy is fundamentally a decent person and another person who is you know, currently facing numerous criminal charges wants to pardon rioters. I mean, when you go down the list of all the outrageous things he's done, like, do you want to do that again? <laughs> I think it's pretty clear. But the
0: yeah, that will that will be one energetic. of the questions people are facing, beginning in less than two weeks with the Iowa caucuses. Amanda Carpenter of the Protect Democracy Project. Uh, We will be right back on The Medved Show. The
1: greatest
2: show on God's green earth. It is a horror show. The Michael Medved Show. When he's left to his own devices.
0: And on The Michael Medved Show, there's all kinds of breaking news. Some of it very good news. Uh, U.S. gas prices have a return to the big round figure of around three dollars a gallon Uh, I can tell you that's not true in Washington State but that's Washington State's own problem but nationwide apparently uh, US gas prices three dollars a gallon again Uh, time to ready to sing happy days are here again not quite but it's certainly a good sign Uh, falling gas prices are typically a tonic for sour consumer sentiment. And uh, that's, uh, uh, they're saying at Axios, it's a cornerstone finding of behavioral economics that changes in big round numbers for prices, also known as the left-digit effect, have a disproportionate impact on activity, suggesting they're more apt to catch people's attention and stick in their memories. So that is uh, good news. Uh, also, Carrie Lake, who has lost the governor's race in Arizona in 2022, uh, she is now uh, a very uh, strong candidate for the US Senate in Arizona, former newscaster. Uh, she just announced uh, that uh, her conviction that China deliberately unleashed uh, COVID-19 on the world uh, as the only way to try to stop Trump. And again, that, that sort of uh, goes against one of the other big stories of today, which is a uh, story about all the money that China paid to um, the Trump operation some $5,572,548. Uh, this uh, was uh, uh, just one of the foreign payments. And, and you say, I'm foreign payments, well, what about Biden? And what about Burisma? And what about Hunter and all the mo-? Okay, basically, this just raises the point that uh, Roy Teixeira makes, is how do we get stuck with these two guys again? mean, both of them are tainted by foreign payments. And the leading sources of Trump uh, money, which comes to over $7 million that they can uh, have records of, uh, are China, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Kuwait, India, Malaysia, and Afghanistan. Now, Afghanistan had money to pay for uh, hotels and other services at the organization. Uh, meanwhile, President Biden, I think, is just wrapping up his speech. Before Do we still have the President of the United States? Do we still have the President of the United States? President Biden is wrapping up his speech? Election. Trump exhausted every legal
1: avenue available to him to overturn the election. Every one. But the legal path just took Trump back to the truth that I had won the election and he was a loser. Well, so knowing how his mind works now, he had one, he had one act left, one desperate act available to him, the violence of January the 6th. And since that day, more than 1,200 people have been charged for their assault on the Capitol. And nearly 900 of them have been convicted or pled guilty. Collectively, to date, they have been sentenced to more than 840 years in prison. And what's Trump done? Instead of calling in criminals, he's called these these insurrectionists Patriots
0: Okay. Uh, yes he has (laughs) not only that uh, Mr. President he uh, recorded a best selling album of uh, the choir of January 6th uh, defendants uh, uh, singing Patriotic songs with President Trump reciting uh, the verses of the Star Spangled Banner in the background Uh, again one of the more unlikely uh, hit records of recent times Uh, something else has happened today which is also noteworthy is uh, today uh, Wayne LaPierre just resigned after literally decades running the NRA and making the NRA a very very strong organization for Uh, uh, gun owners and others who support Second Amendment rights. And uh, he was named as one of four defendants in a lawsuit over alleged fraud that was filed by the New York Attorney General, Letitia James. Uh, A state appeals court last week ruled the lawsuit could move forward, denying a request from the NRA to end the probe. Well, today, Wayne LaPierre has ended Uh, his career as head of that organization Uh, meanwhile back to the question of the, uh, the, the poll by the Washington Post and the University of Maryland this is the way it was covered on MSNBC clip seven
2: The Washington Post is out today with a new poll that found that 25% of Americans, 25% believe the false conspiracy theory that the January 6th insurrection was instigated by the FBI.
0: Okay, Uh, false conspiracy theory? I think it's a false conspiracy theory. I think that is safe to say. And what grounds would you have for believing that it was an accurate uh, conspiracy theory? The... uh, U.S. authorities in Washington have also renewed calls for public assistance in identifying about 80 more Capitol riot suspects in addition to processing the charges against 450 already charged in assaults on police in what Matthew Graves, who is the U.S. attorney for Washington, D.C., called the largest single-day mass assault. On law enforcement officers in U.S. history, and think about it: through our history, where else have have we gotten that that kind of mass assault against cops? And uh, and by the way, the the idea that this is somehow the FBI uh, was behind this, and. I know you can't ask the FBI because they weren't actually behind it but according to the theory what was the FBI trying to accomplish they're trying to discredit Trump he had already lost the election and uh, the the idea that they would want to discredit him further uh, but uh, somehow not even secure his impeachment during his last two weeks in office uh, and 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 there are a number of are saying that uh, the whole point of the impeachment uh, should have been and should have been much more explicitly to make sure that he doesn't run again. But in uh, February or uh, January of 2021, very few people believe that Trump could be a viable candidate again. Uh, this is uh, part of uh, what they include in this poll that uh, there are many people who believe things that are far-fetched. A 2023 Kaiser Family Foundation poll found that 34 percent believe that coronavirus vaccines caused the sudden deaths of thousands of healthy people. And they also point to a public uh, research religion research institute fold a that 15% agreed with a QAnon conspiracy theory that Satan worshipping pedophiles control governmental uh, media and financial worlds um, whereas 20 years ago we may have argued about how to or if to respond to events such as the Capitol riot uh, said uh, a Uh, One reporter-observer, today we are arguing about basic facts that are objectively and easily verifiable. We should all be greatly concerned for our democracy and social stability. And uh, that concern is really part of what this day means. Will it have some impact on the election ahead with uh, President Biden kicking off his... uh, campaign for re-election in Valley Forge, which, by the way, is in a swing state called Pennsylvania, which will help to determine, as will all of our votes and participation, the future of this greatest nation on God's green earth.